It's episode 78 of the Keto for Women show. You're listening to the Keto for Women show, and I'm your host and nutritionist, Sean Miner. This show is designed to empower women to find their own expression of the keto diet to maximize their health and happiness. Now let's get started with today's episode. First, let's chat about our newest sponsor of the Keto for Women show, Natural Red Essentials. I love this female-owned and small business company so much and what they're really doing for us to try to help us clean up our products, not only for ourselves, but for our kids as well. So important. Karen over at Natural Red has created a whole line of natural and safe products that are free of all the harmful chemicals that are in most of our products. Products these days, things like parabens and gluten, tree nuts, aluminum, talc, petroleum, all these things that we don't want to be putting on our skin or around our kids either. Instead, she's using things like coconut oil, baking soda, and essential oils, which means they also smell amazing too. I have to tell you my current favorites because of the time of year and also the ones that you're probably going to want to look at for gifts or just to have around for yourself for the holidays, the chai and the peppermint sugar scrubs and body butters. What perfect gifts. They smell amazing. You're going to want to eat them, but don't eat them. Just put them on your skin. And it just makes such a great little gift to give as a hostess or your family members or your friends. Really, really nice products for them to have and also helping them make the switch to safer products for their skin. They also make great things like bug repellent and hand sanitizers, which are things we're using on our families regularly that are always toxic. And she has found a way to create a non-toxic, very effective version of each, which is so cool. So I want you to go check out Natural Red products. You can head over to naturalredessentials.com and use the coupon code KETO, the number four, women, for 20% off your order. That's KETO, the number four, women, over at naturalredessentials.com. Trust me, you can get a lot of your holiday shopping done on one website, no question. And you'll get 20% off. How great is that? Thank you so much to Karen over at Natural Red for helping bring this episode of Keto for Women to air. Hey, hey, friends. Welcome back. Thanks, as always, for joining me on this episode of Keto for Women. Today, we're spending the whole episode talking about this wonderful season that is now upon us, the holiday season. Can be a little bit stressful can have some not so great food choices available to us, could deal with some lack of sleep, lack of finances, all that wonderful stuff that then when this season is over, we end up feeling not so good. And I think that's really important. That's why I want to do this episode is to give you all somewhat of a guide or some tips at least to make it through this holiday season feeling good on the other side. 
for me and really for all of us that are out there that are really working to make our health a priority and really taking the steps necessary to get as healthy as we can, that's really what matters here. There might be some different choices to make that aren't normally available other times of the year, but the end goal is when it comes January 2nd, you still feel good. You're still on that path to getting the health that you want. So that's what we're going to talk about today and making those choices and how to determine what is the best choice for you, all that good stuff. It's going to be a great episode. I always love talking about this kind of thing. I did a very similar episode last year around this time, so you can go back and check out that episode too if you'd like. But I think there's just some good info that needs to be repeated and we need to hear year after year after year when it comes time to make these choices and to be around this kind of food, this kind of environment, these kinds of people, this kind of stress, all that stuff that we're going to be dealing with over the next few weeks. There are over 90,000 people missing at any time, and over half a million are reported missing every year. And that's just in the United States. I'm Mike Morford. And I'm Jess Betancourt. And in our podcast, Missing Persons, we discuss cases of people who have gone missing under mysterious circumstances. And we're joined in each episode by guests who are either related to the missing person, investigating their disappearance, or advocating for answers in the case. Missing Persons is available everywhere you listen to podcasts, and there are dozens of episodes to binge on right now. Subscribe today so you don't miss an episode. All right, here we go. Let's move first into tips to stay keto. So while we are approaching this time of year, I mean, really from now until, like I said, mid-January at this point, there's going to be parties and work events, get-togethers, just even traditions that you're used to doing for yourself that now may not be in line with what your health goals are, with the foods that you like to put into your body. So now you have a different choice to make than maybe you did a year ago or two years ago when those foods come around or that particular situation comes up. So let's talk about that first. If you want to stay in ketosis this holiday season, what do you do? And really, even if you don't want to stay in ketosis necessarily, which we'll talk about, but you want to stay healthy, this is kind of the steps that you can take. First of all, before we even think about going to those parties or being involved in that particular scenario, you first have to do the work to ditch the diet mentality. If you're going into this holiday season thinking you are on the keto diet, you will have a much higher likelihood of quote unquote slipping up on that diet because you have that thought process still going on in your brain. This is something we talk about quite often here on Keto for Women for a good reason because I do not believe in dieting. I do not believe that the keto diet which is what it's just called out in the world these days, is actually a diet. I think it is a protocol for healing purposes, and I think it is something that needs to be made a lifestyle. So if you can take those steps to change that thought process in your head starting now, today, so that when it comes time on Christmas Eve and you're surrounded by all these food choices that aren't really in line with what you're into anymore, you'll be able to make that choice in a very thought out way instead of going back to habits or letting peer pressure in or whatever may happen in that case for you. Now, I know from personal experience that this is 
much easier said than done. It is extremely hard to break your diet mentality, and I totally get that. I know it's not going to happen overnight. You should know it's not going to happen overnight, but there are some things that you can do now to start working up towards that, that when it comes time in a week or two, you may have already built up some sort of different train of thought, and that will continue on throughout the rest of 2019 as well and beyond. So here is what I think are some good ways to start doing that. First of all, daily check-ins. So right now from the get-go, even if it's a normal day and it's not this day where there are Christmas cookies in front of you or candy or cake or bread or some things that aren't really part of your life anymore, still do these daily check-ins of how you're feeling, how each meal feels when you eat it, if it's actually what you want to eat, if it sounds good, if it looks good, if it tastes good, or is it something where you're just eating it because it's the last thing in the fridge, which yes, that will happen sometimes. It happens to the best of us if we don't go to the store enough. Happens to me like once a week. But for the most part, those meals that you're having, regardless of what time of year it is or what's in front of you, should always be the meals that you enjoy but that also provide you health. So we've talked about this before of the health and happiness spectrum. Doing these check-ins now where you are kind of understanding where each meal is falling on that health and happiness spectrum. Of course, our ideal meal is going to be one that has a 100% on the health scale and 100% on the happiness scale. That's kind of the perfect meal, right? You're getting so much pleasure and so much enjoyment out of that meal, but then it's also great for you. It's super nutrient dense. It's really helping with your blood sugar, keeping you in ketosis, all those things that we really want to do for our health. So that's the ideal. But then of course, there's a lot of variances between there, but we always want at least one of those to be really high, close to that 100%. There's going to be meals, like I've said in the past, where you don't love it. It's not giving you the most enjoyment ever, but that health spectrum is way up there. You know, it's like really nutrient dense. Like for me, it's eating liver or some sort of organ meat. I don't like it at all, but I know how good it is for me. I know how nutrient dense that type of food is. And all those nutrients are what I need to balance my body out. So I eat it. And I feel good eating it because of that 100% health meter right there. However, there are some things like corn tortilla chips. It's like my favorite food on earth. I will never not eat a corn tortilla chip if it is put in front of me. Not really the healthiest thing at all. So the health meter is pretty low, but I'm on 100% on that happiness meter because I love them. Usually when I'm in that scenario, pretty much all the time now, because I don't ever buy them for myself. But when I'm in a scenario where there are corn tortilla chips around, it's always in a social setting. I'm out with my friends, with my partner, something, and we're enjoying our time together, having our favorite foods. So my happiness scale is at 100% right there. This is something that regardless of the time of year, If you want to become an intuitive eater and have this intuitive keto diet, which I think is absolutely a phenomenal idea for all of us, then this is what you should be using to gauge yourself regularly. 
right now, because we're leading into a place where we really want to get out of this diet mentality, it should be every meal. So every meal you are kind of grading yourself on this health and happiness meter. That's how you're making your decisions about what foods you're going to eat. That's kind of how you can build your plate, I guess you could say. And then afterwards, you are doing more work looking into how your body responded to that meal, how you feel, how your ketone readings are, if that's something that's in question for you, and using all of this to get just so much more information about your body and your food choices. So if you do this now, it is going to be so much easier come time for that holiday party to continue on that trend. And then you will have no problem making the right decision for you at that time, because you'll be kind of gauging that health and happiness scale, which we'll talk about a little bit more when it comes to actually being in that position and in that situation. But that will at least be built up. You'll know how to use your health and happiness scale right then and there. So holiday parties won't be something to worry about. You'll be able to make that decision. The next thing that I want you to do daily, starting now, working all the way up to the holidays and hopefully afterwards, is daily gratitude. Now, this may seem a little weird. And what does this have to do with my food choices come my Christmas party? But I can tell you that when you go into this type of situation with the right mentality, and by right mentality, I mean like nice, positive, grateful mentality, like just in this really uplifted state, you are far less likely to make decisions that hinder your health, that really take a toll on your body. It's all about the mental state that you are in in that moment. So starting now, we are going to start a gratitude practice that will build up. So the more days you spend finding what you're grateful for, writing it down if that's what works for you. Gratitude journals are amazing. Keep them by your bed. Write down a few things first thing in the morning or last thing at night that you have been grateful for. And My partner and I have set up this kind of thing that we do now where every night before bed, we talk about things that made us happy that day or things we're grateful for. Really fun thing to do with your partner too, especially if you guys are having bad days or need to be reminded of how many good things happen in a day. It's really fun to do and to do with each other. So pick a mode that works for you and just commit to it. Trust me, you will find these decisions are so much easier to make when you have gotten yourself into a place of gratitude and just positivity all around. We've all seen the headlines in the news of how someone lost their life in an act of cold-blooded murder. And while it's sad and grabs your attention, most people go on with their day without giving it another thought. But have you ever stopped to think about the life of the person at the center of the news story? They were more than just a headline or a statistic. They were someone's loved one or friend. I'm Mike Morford, and my podcast, The Murder of My Family, dives into some of those stories to help listeners get to know the person who was lost and how their death affected those closest to them. Listen to The Murder of My Family everywhere you listen to podcasts. There are well over 100 episodes to binge on now. Along these same lines, we also really have to take our stress management and our self-care to a whole new level again, starting now, as soon as you're listening to this. Because as I mentioned, it's no secret that this time of year, December, the whole month is the most stressed out time for all of us just in family and getting gifts and financial issues, all this stuff comes to head. 
in December, this whole month. So this is where, again, we have to stay in the right mindset in order to continue putting our health as a priority and not giving in to this emotional eating that maybe you have going on. If you're a stress eater or if you're an emotional eater, then you could be making choices now based on those emotions and that decision instead of really coming from this place of, yes, this is going to make me happy happy or yes, this is going to make me healthy. We're on this different playing field all around because we're letting our emotions take over. If we can work on our stress management by doing self-care, they kind of, of course, go hand in hand, then you have, again, a really great chance of continuing to make the best decisions for yourself this entire month because you're on this same playing field. You've taken your stress under your belt and managed it, taken the necessary time for yourself during this period of time where there's like no time, you still have found some time for yourself and it will make everything run so much smoother. So we talk about stress relief. I'll hear a lot on Keto for Women and self-care a lot here too. So there's plenty of ideas I know that you all have. It's just a matter of actually doing them. My favorites, of course, are meditation, nature walks, And by the way, going back to meditation, I recently did a class on Insight Timer. So Insight Timer is a free app for meditation. So you can just go in and do any random meditation that you'd like, depending on how much time you have, what you feel like learning or doing. It's awesome. It's great. And it's free. But then you can also pay a little bit. I think mine was $5 and do a 10 day course. And it kind of keeps you on track. It makes it so that every day you're doing your meditation and not getting off track. And you actually learn something specific. So you can do these classes that are specific to what you want or need in your life at the time that you want to learn more about. So I highly recommend that finding a little class and doing that over the holiday season for five or $10 is a great way to spend that money. But then you can also, you know, like I mentioned, nature walks, baths, yin yoga, acupuncture, even just going to get your nails done or your hair done, something like that, whatever it needs to be. And it could be something as simple as going into your closet, locking the door so that your kids can't talk to you and taking five deep breaths. And trust me, I don't have kids, but my sister has four. And I know that if I were to tell her to do these things, she would laugh in my face because she does not have time with four kids to take, you know, 20 minutes to meditate or do a bath for herself. But she does have time to go find a quiet room in the house for two minutes and take some deep breaths. Everybody can do that. Even if it's in the car, when you're driving somebody somewhere, or if you have a moment to yourself in the car, that works too. These little things really do add up, especially if you are low on time. That's because you need this stuff more than the rest of us that have more time. So really still make it a priority. Please, please, please keep your stress level in mind this holiday season. Do not let it get out of control so that then come Christmas Eve, you are just totally fed up, you are on edge, you haven't slept, you haven't taken care of yourself, and then those cookies look way, way better. Am I right? It happens. But we can control it now and it won't be an issue. Now, these are some things that you can do around those actual parties, whether you're having a party or you're going to a party or you're 
companies having a party, whatever it may be, there's some really simple things that you can do to make these decisions not really all that hard. First of all, bring your own keto dish to pass. This is what I do at every family party that I go to because nobody in my family, except my mom and myself, eat what I eat, the kinds of foods that are important to me to eat or stay away from. Every single time I bring something that other people would enjoy, but that I can just put on my plate 100%. So my entire plate is what I brought. And maybe if there's some other meats or things that I can take part in, but I know I'll have something to eat that I really love that I would be so happy eating an entire plate of. It's always kind of, of course, my favorite foods that I bring. And the cool thing is that everyone else loves them too. Even the people that are anti-keto or don't know what keto is, they love it too. It's really a great way to also kind of bridge the gap between how we may eat or see things as healthy or not and what others around may see as healthy or not and eat or not. It's a good bridge to always find that common ground. Another thing is if you're in a place or you're going to a party where you know there just aren't going to be options besides like, yeah, you may bring something, but other than that, there's not going to be anything there for you to eat. Of course, it makes a lot of sense then to not go hungry because then you're not going to make a decision based on pure hunger. You're going to still be able to make these decisions based on your health and happiness level. So eat before you go. Eat in the car right before you walk in. Take some fat bombs or some jerky or something like that in the car or have a nice meal right before you go to the party. Then you can maybe munch on some of the things that you brought, but you won't have to feel like you have to take this big plate of food because you're starving when it's things you don't want to eat. And yes, there is a very good chance that you're going to get looks. Now, this is something, again, that we have to talk about is how to deal with the friends or family that are wondering what's up with you. And we'll get to that in just a minute. Let me get through the rest of these before we move on to that. So you're going to eat before you go. You're going to bring stuff that you know you can and like to eat. And you're also going to give yourself a pep talk before the party. Again, I know this sounds weird, but just do it. It will help so much. All you have to do before you walk in, whether that's when you're getting ready, looking at yourself in the mirror, you want to get back to your bigger why. You want to understand and remind yourself what your ultimate goal is on that health spectrum. So what are you looking to achieve? What is still on your plate for healing things that you still need to take care of? Get back to what you really truly want. Remind yourself of that before you get into this situation where there's going to be things that are not going to provide you or get you any closer to that goal. And it'll, again, make it easier to tap into that health and happiness scale. So you can very easily remember when you're in front of that huge plate of Christmas cookies, how you feel after eating gluten, say, for instance, or sugar or something of those lines, but also how sugar does not get you closer to that goal that's really important to you right now. And no, one cookie isn't going to get you that far off track, but it should be something that comes from a very good decided place that that cookie means that much to you that makes sense to you and your body at that time. This is a good time to talk a little bit deeper about that. I know I talk about this a lot 
as you can see, it's really taken over how I feel about keto and the keto diet and what people are doing within the keto community. It's just like, I cannot talk about this stuff enough because more women need to take this on and really become intuitive with their keto because I, of course, can tell you from my own journey that it has been everything to me and has made such a big difference in how I view food. So I'm forever grateful to the keto diet for getting me into a intuitive lifestyle with my food. But I've also seen it with others just the success stories and the women that come out of the Fat Burning Female Project with this whole new sense around food and the desire to continue on their intuitive eating path and not ever needing a macronutrient calculator or an app or anything like that ever again. It's become my passion. As you can see, I get super worked up talking about it. But this is a really good time, of course, to practice it. I told you to start doing it now before you get into this circumstance where you do have to make this intuitive eating choice. But now we're there. We're in front of that cookie tray. All your family is in front of you eating away. They're getting like four or five different cookies to try. And you have to decide what you want to do. Now, this is your decision. It is nobody else's decision. Nobody else will have any judgment on you, whether you decide to have those cookies or not. This is all about you and what you want to do. Now, what do you want to do (laughs) is the question. If you can pull out that health and happiness scale that you've now mastered because you've been working on it for the few weeks leading up to this point where now you have cookies in front of you, it will be really easy. And your stress level is low. You're in a really good positive headspace. You know what your goals are. You've done all the stuff that we've talked about in this episode already. So now you don't have to worry about stress eating or emotional eating or anything like that. All you have to do is make this choice and decide right then and right there how these are going to measure up on your health and happiness scale. How healthy will those cookies make you? Mm, Probably not unless they're like keto cookies or paleo real food cookies, something like that, which there are probably millions of different recipes of that kind of thing that you can take and have on hand for that type of event. But let's just say for the sake of this story that those are traditional flour, sugar, oil type of cookies. Health rating, not so high, pretty low, right? But if that is like your grandma's special secret recipe and you've had that cookie every year since you were a toddler and it really means a lot to you, it brings back all these memories, that is off the charts on your happiness, Right. So having one of those cookies, like I said, is not going to damage your health and put you way back into this spiral. It's a cookie and it's okay. And you're going to have the happiness and the memories come back. And that in itself will promote happiness, will promote health. Right. So you can make that choice. And that's a very awesome, great, solid, intuitive eating choice that no one would fault you for and you should not fault yourself for. 
But if it's a cookie where it's like, oh, this actually looks like it may have been made at the store and has been kind of sitting in a box for two weeks and doesn't look fresh, doesn't really look that good, but everyone else is eating it. And you would then just maybe make that choice based on peer pressure or just kind of not really thinking things through just because it's Christmas and we eat cookies on Christmas. That's not really intuitive at all. That's not providing your happiness level to be off the charts because it's just kind of like, eh, it's this random cookie. And obviously it's not healthy either. So that doesn't make sense. I hope that clears it up as to what I would think of as an intuitive eating choice versus not. I hope you can kind of see yourself in both circumstances and what choices you would make. But I really think that especially if you get started now and just kind of practice, it's going to come really easily And you will be able to, whether you eat the cookie or not, you will leave that party and you will leave this holiday season feeling really, really good about what you chose to do, about what you ate and how you're feeling and all that good stuff. It really can be that easy. Before we move on with this episode, just a quick reminder to go ahead and check out our Keto for Women sponsor, Fat Fuel Company, over at fatfuelcompany.com. They are making pre-packaged little pouches of our fatty drinks that we know and love, like our fatty coffees, our fatty cocos with the MCT oil powder and the coconut oil powder and grass-fed butter powder, all with organic coffee or organic cocoa. That's it. The ingredients are really simple. And all you have is just a pouch that you put in some hot water, you whip it up, and it is the best tasting little hot drinks that you can have. They are great to take with you to work or on a trip. Just whenever you know you're going to be needing that extra fat in your keto diet and you want to make it really easy, you don't want to have to worry about taking all the ingredients and all the coffees and all that stuff. All you need now with the help of Fat Fuel Company is a spoon and some hot water. It's so easy. I want to make sure you give it a try. You can head to fatfuelcompany.com. Use the coupon code KETO, the number for women, for 20% off your order. That will be at the Amazon checkout. Once you have gotten all of the stuff you want to try from Fat Fuel Company in your cart, make sure you add that coupon code to your Amazon order for 20% off. You guys are going to love it. They are great snacks. They're great breakfasts. You just want to have them around just for all those inconvenient times where you need more fats or you just want something warm. That's fatfuelcompany.com. So those are my tips if you want to stay keto and keep that on the forefront this holiday season. Now, you can also make the legitimate choice to not stay keto, to not worry about it, to do whatever you want, to let the season take hold and truly enjoy yourself. And that's cool too. Nobody, again, is judging you. You're making this choice. It's all good. And I'm cool with it for sure. Now I'm cool with it because you are, again, making that choice on a very intuitive level. You've thought about what good may come from it, what bad may come from it. You've thought about your goals and what's important. And you have made the decision that enjoying the holiday season, guilt-free, eating what sounds good, listening to your body and enjoying 
is what works for you and what will be what you have decided to do and make the most of it. And that is totally cool. I know when I recorded a similar episode last year, I had a lot of women thanking me for basically giving them permission to eat what they wanted this holiday season and not feel bad. And that is what I want to do for you again, because for some people, the holiday season is really important to them to eat certain foods that are traditions or family pass downs or something like that, where that's a really important thing. That means a lot to them, more so than, you know, the slight health ramifications perhaps that may come from that food or the few weeks where they're eating this type of way. And that is cool. All I want you to do is make sure that you are coming at it from a place of desire for that happiness level and not just because you're stressed or your family's all around or you're peer pressured or this is the only way you've ever done it and you don't know how to do holidays differently. There's a lot of unintuitive ways, I guess, that you can head into the holiday season and make that decision where it wouldn't be coming from the right place. So use that same strategy as just choosing between the cookie or not as choosing between staying keto or not for the holidays. Now, the cool thing is that there's so much room within keto. And that's what I love about this style of eating. And I think that you guys probably have noticed either by me talking on the podcast or even just in my Instagram posts or whatever, that I have a very flexible keto diet. And that's really what works for me. It's what makes me feel good in my workouts. It's what makes my hormones happy and my sleep good and all that stuff. And I found this out through experimentation within my keto diet. And now might be a chance for you also to experiment with how flexible your keto can be and how good you can still feel by adding in a few more carbohydrates here and there or however it may look in your house over the holiday season. Now could be a really good chance for you to learn a more intuitive, flexible keto approach instead of really trying to stay super hardcore and finding it challenging to do so and then making that another stressor. If this is something that sounds good to you and is a thing you want to try, really the easiest things are to continue to monitor your ketones to see if you are still producing ketones when you do modify your keto diet a little bit. And secondly, how do you feel? More importantly, actually, how do you feel? If you still feel good, then it's okay. And that is something that you can consider. Because remember, the most important thing is that you feel good, of course, during the holiday season so you can actually enjoy yourself, but also afterwards too. We want January 2nd to feel just as good as we do right now. So keep all that in mind and feel free to be a little bit more flexible this holiday season too. If you're going to do that or if you decide not to stay keto and just enjoy yourself and not worry about it, there are still some things that I'd like for you to consider 
consider. First of all, make sure that you are eating real food for the most part as often as you can, especially when you're not at those parties. If you decide you're just going to go for it, indulge, enjoy yourself at the parties that you have or around the holiday dinner table, what other meals are there that you can just stay really good, nutrient-dense, high-quality food choices and help your health quotient stay really high during those meals in case it goes down a little bit at the other meals that you just want to really enjoy and not worry about. So keep real food, that nutrient density really at the forefront during the holiday season. Make sure that what you're doing elsewhere in your life is good for your you too. Keep your stress in check. Make sure you're sleeping. Make sure you're drinking enough water. Keep your alcohol content moderate. These kinds of things that will, again, promote an overall sense of wellness besides just what's on your plate. And then lastly, just make health and happiness a priority. That's all you have to do. I know I've talked about it a bunch in this episode. This really should just be called intuitive keto holiday because it's all about keeping those two things in check and you have nothing to worry about. All right, let's move on to how to deal with the friends and family that don't understand what you're doing. Talked about this before. I think it was actually in that episode last year that I did for the keto holidays. I think it was part of that one, but I want to talk about it again because I actually think the dynamic may have changed a little bit for some of us. I think this was the year of keto 2018, and now I know I can't go anywhere without someone telling me they're doing keto. And you may have the same situation in your friend and family group. And if that's the case, that's cool because you have a little buddy or a little keto buddy perhaps to talk all things keto. And maybe I have a feeling, a really good feeling, especially if they aren't doing keto for health yet and still doing a more trendy fad diet keto version that you may be able to get them some pointers. And that's really cool. And of course, I'd absolutely love it if you pointed them over to the Keto for Women show. I'd be happy to help them and guide them through becoming more of a keto lifestyle healing protocol than crash diet, fad situation, trendy keto because there's a lot of those out there right now. And it's our job to help make that transition so keto sticks around for a really long time and doesn't become this trendy thing that then collapses. So good chance that you may have a keto buddy this holiday season. There's a good chance also that more of your friends and family have heard of the keto diet. I mean, if they listen or watch the Today Show, there's like two of the anchors doing it right now. So it's very much on the rise. A lot of people know what keto is now. So even just from a year ago at this time, that makes a big difference because we don't have to hopefully do as much explaining about why we're eating all the butter and none of the bread. (laughs) Hopefully it becomes a little bit more knowledgeable around the table this year. Now, of course, there's still going to be people, as there always will be, who have no idea why you're doing what you're doing and think that butter is terrible for you and you're clogging your arteries and you're causing an early death. That's just, unfortunately, those past fat fear stigmas still sticking around for a lot of people. Now, you have some options and 
it's hard to say which one is best. It's hard to know which one you're going to need to pull out. It totally depends on you. It depends on the questions that you get, the looks you get, and if people want to engage in legitimate conversation or they just want to make comments. It really depends on the situation. But what I think is the best is to keep it short. No matter what, if someone questions what you're eating, why you're putting certain things on your plate, why you're eating so much fat, why you're not eating the cookies and the brownies and the bread, the simple thing is really just to let them know that you're working on XYZ health issue and eating this way has really helped it and is really continuing to help it. If you say something like that where it's tied to health and not weight or a fad diet or calories or anything like that, and it's strictly like, this is a really good protocol for what I'm trying to heal right now and it's working, nobody has anything else to say. You can't say anything about that. So that's really the best way, in my opinion, to keep it short and sweet and get on to a different topic. If you don't feel like bringing up the whole fat's not bad, it's actually good for you, you actually really need it, and your bread on your plate is way worse than this butter on my plate. It's hard. That's a touchy subject for a lot of people because, as I've mentioned many times, if you're not ready to hear that information, it's like talking to a wall. You're going to get absolutely nowhere. So for me, and I think for a lot of you out there, especially around the holidays when you're just trying to enjoy yourself and your family, it's just easier to say the line and let them know you're working on your health and it's going really well and move on. If someone is trying to peer pressure you into eating a certain food, like, oh, you don't eat this cookie, why not? It's fine, just eat it, it's the holidays. If you get that, all you have to say, this is what I say all the time when I'm in situations where I don't eat what everyone else is eating, I just say I don't feel good when I eat those foods. It's that simple. Again, you can't argue with that because nobody wants to feel like crap on Christmas. And if I eat those foods, I feel like crap. Easy, done, let's move on. So those would be my quick ways. If you do want to get a little bit more into it, what I would recommend, again, instead of like fighting this battle over the holiday table, instead to say something like, you know, actually there's been lots of studies recently to show that a diet high in fats, as long as they're of good quality, does really great things to improve certain health conditions and even promotes longevity. I'd be happy to send those to you if you'd like. So then you can move on, have this awesome dinner, and then the next day email your uncle and give him all the studies. They're out there. All you have to do is Google like high fat diet for XYZ or just high fat diet benefits, anything like that. You'll get tons of great articles. You'll get tons of great studies and you can send them as much as you'd like. I think Instead of hashing it out over the table, just tell them you'll send them all the info and then you don't really have to argue because the studies do their work themselves. It's really awesome. If you have someone who is actually really interested in what you're doing and why and how it's helping you, then 
Of course, that's amazing. That's what we want, especially if it's someone that you know really needs it and would do really well with keto, which I think is most people, right? So there's going to definitely be someone at your holiday table that that would be great for. And if they're actually interested, then of course, it would be great to hold a conversation with them about it. Now, maybe not at the dinner table, but it could be after or before whenever the topic comes up to let them know Really, I think the best way to start the conversation is to let them know how your journey has been, what you have really found to help, how much you're loving your food, what's a sample idea of the things you eat, what has changed for you for the good, how long it has taken. Just really paint a good picture of how it has been for you instead of going into the research and the stats and all that stuff, because a lot of people will glaze over. They want that personal experience of how it has helped you, and they will see themselves in your story and want that same thing for them. So definitely start out with just telling your story, sharing how good you're feeling, sharing the things that have changed for you, the foods that you're loving eating. And then from there, if they want more information, of course, again, the next day you can send an email to your aunt and say, yeah, here's the Keto for Women show. Check this out. Here's some great blog posts and some good studies and just give them all your favorite resources and that will hopefully get them on the right path and then you know, follow up with them in a week or so, see if they've learned anything or if they're ready to get started, that kind of stuff. Just be a support system and Again, you can be their keto buddy. It would be a great way to ease them into this diet change that's going to help them so much. I hope that has covered most of the situations we might have with our friends and family and our chosen eating style. Again, short and simple, move on. It's not worth your breath a lot of times if someone is really, really against it. I have found that to be the case many times. The good thing is that the person who was really, really against it next year, they probably won't be. And the person that was really, really against it last year at this time probably isn't this year. So it's really cool to see how this is all trending. Just wait it out, wait for them to be ready, and then you will have all the information that you can give them then. A few more tips to wrap up quickly. Of course, as you all know, I am very adamant that a healthy life is not just about your diet. Yes, it is a component, but there is so much more to truly being healthy besides those foods you're deciding to put on your plate this holiday season. So while we should be doing this all the time, I want to make sure that you are really giving this other stuff a priority during the holiday season again. So when we turn on to January 2nd, we're feeling really great about everything that we've done, the choices that we've made, and we can move on not feeling sluggish and tired and bloated and all that stuff that we have a tendency to feel over the holiday season. Take care of yourself. As I mentioned, make sure that you are giving yourself some time. Make sure you move. I used to work in a gym. I used to see that every December, our attendance would go down drastically and it would pop up January 2nd. Let's not be those people this year. Let's keep our movement a high priority so that we can go into the holiday season and come out in January feeling strong and healthy and like we've really done some great things to further our body and our strength and our endurance and all that great stuff. So important. Make sure you are sleeping. Please don't let your stress level get to the point where you stop sleeping. 
seven to eight hours of good high quality sleep per night will again make those choices so much easier, but will also just make you feel good during this whole time, which is the ultimate goal. Keep your alcohol consumption in check. Of course, this is the season of parties. Parties often include alcohol. I don't think that you should totally abstain if that's not something that you're into. If you want to drink a drink, drink a drink, but do so from that intuitive place, knowing that that's something that is really important to you at that time. Make sure the amount that you're drinking is also intuitive, knowing when enough is enough. Be mindful of the type of drink you're drinking and if it contains extra sugar, which most of them do if they're sort of this mixed drink type thing, fancy thing, you can easily take the sugar out and it will still be just as delicious. That's what I do. Just remove that syrup, please. I'll take it without the syrup. And it still works just as well. Or, you know, a vodka soda, tequila and soda, limes, that kind of thing. If you're making a choice about what to drink. And lastly, Keep your connections meaningful this holiday season. Of course, this is also the season of connections, getting in touch with family members you haven't seen in a while, spending extra time with your kiddos and partner. Just don't lose sight of what the holidays actually are for and mean. And those little connections, taking the time to really value the time that you're spending with these people and not getting lost in the stress and everything of the holidays is really what will keep you healthy and strong and happy for years to come. It's all about connection. All right, moving on quickly, just one last thing I want to do is just give you guys some gift ideas because I know that I have no idea what I'm getting some people on my list yet. And it's a little bit daunting to try to think of what the best thing is for these people. Now, we've had a lot of great sponsors on the Keto for Women show over the past year, and they also have really great gift ideas, which is awesome. So I want to give those ideas to you because as Keto for Women listeners, you also get a discount. So that's really cool. First of all, we have Natural Red Essentials, who is currently sponsoring the podcast, and they have a holiday trio. It is a sugar scrub, a body butter, and a lip balm, and you get 20% off with the coupon code KETO, the number for women at naturalredessentials.com. So hop on over there if you'd like to gift someone a time of relaxation and self-care. On that same note, we have Primally Pure, who has a starter kit, which includes deodorant, everything spray, body butter, and three lip balms. They have a spa kit, which includes a dry brush, a sea soak, a flower bath, and a body oil. And they have a baby kit, which includes baby oil, baby powder, baby balm, and baby bar. Those would be obviously good for someone that's maybe a new mom for baby and mom because they want to obviously give their baby the best quality products as well. So those kits are all beautiful. They come in these really nice bags and everything. That is great. And you can get 10% off when you go to primallypure.com using the coupon code Sean, S-H-A-W-N. That's me. Uh, Rasa Coffee, our favorite. We love Rasa as our coffee alternative. They have this really cute collection. It's a bag of Rasa Coffee and you get a really nice mug. I think that would be awesome for maybe a teacher or someone else that 
is kind of in the service industry for you. Really good, high quality mug. And of course, Rasa, which is delish. You can get that over at rasacoffee.com and use the coupon code KETO, the number four women, for 10% off your order of that cute little mug and coffee. Artisana, our latest partner here on the Keto for Women show. Oh my gosh, these holiday nut butter flavors look like heaven for me. I cannot wait to get mine. I did order some. Cannot wait. Peppermint chocolate coconut butter, chai spiced almond butter, gingerbread pecan butter. Now they're not all keto friendly, but they are all real ingredient friendly. So they're just touched up with a little bit of coconut sugar for some flavor and sweetness. But if you have someone in your life that maybe isn't keto, but is into real food or should be into real food and you want to kind of help make that switch, this would be such a good pack to get that person. Or even if you are in a more flexible keto approach and a little bit of coconut sugar here and there doesn't bother you or your blood sugar issues, maybe something for you to try for yourself. You can get that at artisanaorganics.com and you get 15% off your order when you use the coupon code KETO, the number for women. And then last, but certainly not least, we have the Fat-Burning Female Project and our new option to gift the Fat-Burning Female Project or ask for it as a gift. Put it on your holiday list. But if you know someone who would really benefit from making the transition into a keto-style way of living in a group format with the help of myself and their peers, making the transition slowly, safely, taking into account our hormones as women learning how to be intuitive with our food, all the stuff that we do in the Fat-Burning Female Project that makes basically a life-changing situation for your health and your diet, give them a gift of the Fat-Burning Female Project and health. It's the gift that keeps on giving. You can head to seanminer.com slash fbfp dash gift and it will take you through the process of purchasing the project, and then you will get a coupon code to be able to give to your loved one to start the Fat-Burning Female Project in January. Or you can put it on your own list and ask for it, and the same situation will happen. Send your gift giver to seanminer.com slash fbfp dash project and you can get that. You'll get the coupon code and be able to enroll in the January class. That would be super exciting. What a great thing to get on Christmas morning. That would be awesome. It also, I just have to tell you, I don't know if I've mentioned it here yet. I can't remember because I talk so much everywhere, but it's the new an improved and updated and beautified version of the Fat-Burning Female Project coming up in January. My business manager and I have been spending so much time recreating the course, making it really easy to follow, making it really pretty and just a great place to interact and learn and discover things about yourself. So that person on your list or yourself will get access to that new and improved Fat-Burning Female Project as well. And if you've already been through the class, you'll get access to that too. Don't worry. We're all still going to be in the same course with the same info. You're going to get the new and improved Fat-Burning Female Project as well because once an FBF, always an FBF. 
can't wait for that. As you can tell, I'm really excited. We've been spending so much time on it. I can't believe it's actually time for it to be done and ready and out to the world. I cannot wait to get your feedback. So that's my very short list of possible gift opportunities for the Keto for Women listeners. I will have a longer list of just keto holiday gift ideas on my blog that I'd love for you to check out. You can head over there and get way more ideas for those people in your life that you want to give the gift of health. So head over there. We'll make sure to link it in the show notes when that comes up. And other than that, we are done. I hope you all have an amazing holiday season. Obviously, I'll be chatting with you before, during, and after. I hope that these ideas I've given you today can really benefit you this holiday season so you stay healthy and happy the whole way through. I'd love to hear from you. If that's the case, head over to my social media channels. Instagram, it is Sean Minor, and Facebook, it is Sean Minor Health, and we can chat over there. All right, friends, have a great week, and I'll see you next time. 